What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about how to actually hack or improve your credit score. Stay tuned. Hey, everyone. I'm Josh Zuniga, co-founder of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics, whether you're investor, buyer, seller, or flipper. Stay tuned. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. This is the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. I am your host, Josh Zuniga. This is my co-host, the alluring, Jeez. Ooh, that's a good one, huh? <laughs> Carl Freund. <laughs> and we have my brother over here, the enchanting, oh. that was a good one too, it's yeah? Good. Leo Zuniga. And today is a very, very exciting episode. And the reason why is because we have some history with it. How to hack or improve your credit score. Guys, just to give you a little bit of insight, you know, I don't know if, you, if I've explained this a couple of times. So my family actually got involved in real estate just over 30 years ago. Our, um, our, our parents actually uh, started Advantage Plus, credit, Advantage Plus Credit Reporting. They're based out of pure Arizona. And what they do is they actually are in, I would say, in touch with a lot of the major brokers, banks, and lenders here within Arizona, even international and across the nation. And we work with lenders specifically. When you go to get your credit report pulled, we are that agency that actually pulls the report. So I've actually worked at the actual credit report agency. Leo's worked at the credit report agency. He's kind of considered like a credit analyst, if you will, here. Yep. And credit is one of the biggest things that people maybe have a misunderstanding with. When you're going into even to the real world, it's something that you're not taught, especially if you didn't if you didn't learn it from your parents. It's like, hey. I want to buy a car. Well, I don't have credit or I don't have, I don't have enough good credit or you have bad credit. I didn't know about credit. What is credit? Leo, I want you to give a little quick deep dive on that as far as you know, credit score and how do you actually establish it and when you should you actually even start thinking about your credit score? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, one of the first things that I'm going to share with you guys as far as uh, when I got into the industry, my father told me the first thing they're going to look at for you when you go to buy something is credit. Yep. So it starts right there. Okay. Now to establish credit, you got to be the age of 18. Okay. And I'm sure that you've seen it. If you're going to community college or you're in college, you see all these credit card companies, Hey, sign up for this credit card, sign up for this credit card. We'll give you a free t-shirt. We'll give you a water bottle, whatever. That's when your credit actually initially starts. Now, if you weren't ever taught about credit, you also need to be careful about credit because typically your first 18 year old with a credit card goes and runs it up, goes to the shopping mall, goes to the auto stores, you know, whatever, and just buying whatever the hell they want, which is a huge no-no, okay? You got to be smart with your credit if you're going to be out there using your credit. So you need to actually go out there and establish credit. I'm not saying don't sign up and get a credit card, Mm -hmm. but you also need to minimize the spending. Don't be buying all the stupid shit that you see on TV just because you want it, because I want and I must have are two different things. Stupid shit. Stupid yeah. shit. <laughs> so, like, you know, let me tell you a bit of background on me because yeah, it's go embarrassing as shit. Yeah. But, like, six or seven years ago, you know, I had a repossession of my thing. I had late mortgage payments. I had a 490-something credit score, right? Which is, I think, you don't you get, like, a 400 just for signing up? <laughs> you know? So, like, just for having name, you know. Hey, we're and, going and for so, the record here, baby. Yeah, yeah, I was literally at the bottom. And, you know, I pulled my credit back just a couple months ago and, and I had 814, right? So, oh, man, that's you awesome. know, trying to get to that point, it took me a lot of time. But I figured out a couple of things very, very early. Number one, you have to have credit in order to get more credit. Yes. And so if the credit card companies don't know who you are, you don't have any payment history on credit cards, they're not going to give you more credit. 
So a trick that you can use is open up like a secured credit card. You Correct. can get those from Wells Fargo, Bank of America, Merrick Bank, I think has got one. Credit One has got one. A lot of these different credit card companies. And then do not close that account by any right. means. Like pay it off. And there's always a monthly fee attached to that, by the way. There's always like a $6 monthly fee. Pay the fee because it is worth it to keep your credit score up. So they look at how long you've had credit for. And they say, hey, look, I've, you know, I've seen Josh is making payments on this shit for 20 years. Okay, we know him for 20 years. He's got an account. That's a lot of payment history. They look at the number of payments that you make overall. And so they say, hey, in the last seven years, Leo's made, you know, 4,000 payments between his credit cards, his mortgages, his car loans, you know, any kind of personal debt, anything like that. You need a broad base of credit. Hack number two, you got to pay off your credit cards down to zero. Everybody thinks, well, oh, no, I should run them up and then show that I can make payments. No, they don't give a shit. Uh, having a zero balance will actually allow them to increase your available credit. There's something very interesting that happened when I got $50,000 or more in available credit on my credit cards. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, a whole different world opened up for me. Suddenly, they were like, how much credit do you want today, Carl? And I'm like, oh, I want, you know, $100,000. And they're like, cool. You know, so I went to go buy a Rolls Royce. You know how long it took me? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. They, I walk in, I said, hey, I want that Rolls Royce. And they're like, cool, sign here. How much? 2.99%. How much do you need to put down? Zero. Done. All right, cool. I can do that. You know, so like... I know when where I'm going after this, right? Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, definitely an ego purchase. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, but realistically, you know, because I had made payments on time for such a long time on so many different accounts. So what I literally did is one day I decided to open up, and this is kind of a hack, I opened up like 10 credit card accounts in one day because the, the inquiries didn't show fast enough. Mm -hmm. So I applied for like Discover card. I applied for my credit one. I applied for my Merrick Bank. I applied for my Best Buy. I applied for my yeah, yeah my city go. card, my other city card, nice. my American you know Express. I applied for my uh, American Airlines card. I did it all in one day, and I only started out with like a thousand dollars in each one. But now you know here I am six or seven years later with those cards still active. Now I've got you know I can go buy whatever I want on a credit card seventy thousand dollars worth of available credit. Yeah, and there's something that switched right there when I hit that fifty thousand dollar mark. But it took me some time to get there. So you have to push the credit card companies to increase your credit lines. Ask for, you know, request a credit line increase over and over and over again. They'll give it to you as long as you've been making payments on time and you've been paying off that balance every single month. They will literally give you as much as you want. And so when you can go into a, you know, uh, a situation where you've got a broad base of many, many credit cards, it, it's, it's ironic as shit. They'll give you more credit cards. But if you only have one... They won't give you any more. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. so weird. <laughs> yeah. The system isn't designed to help you guys. The system is really designed, you know, to, for the very, that 1% that know how to hack the system. You know, so, like, what are some other hacks, you, not to put you on the spot, sure. but, like, what are some other hacks that people can use? Like, I'm trying to go get a mortgage. Like, what should I be doing right now? Or I'm, I want to go buy a car next week. Like, what do I need to do right now? Do I pull credit card and see what I got to do? You know, what are you doing, Leo? So, <clears throat> that's a great hack, Okay you know, asking for the credit line increase, but I'm not going to advise somebody to go do that right before they get a mortgage. No, don't, okay? yeah, so don't do that right before you get a mortgage. Do not, it like six years in advance. Yeah. yeah, do that, I would say even a year, yeah. a year in advance, okay? Because 65% of your credit score is based on your payment history. So if you have all these credit cards and you even miss just one payment, it's going to drop your credit score by at least 40 to 50 points. That's which huge is, hit. Yeah, yes, huge hit. Ouch. That is. Let so, me tell you one little hack too, and I figured out that nobody else will tell you. If you've got 10 credit cards in a year's period, it's 120 payments that they can register. Mm -hmm. If you only missed one of those because you're an idiot like me and I just didn't set my auto pay up or whatever it was, 
you know, and you miss a credit card payment, it won't impact your score that much. You might drop five points, eight points, because you're less than 1%. They look at the percentage of late payments. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to have many credit card accounts open, many car loans that you've paid off, you know, that you have a long history on. And so the longer the history, the more payments that you can show, it's just quantity of payments. That's literally it. And so people don't realize that. You have to have many, many payments reporting. That's the hack. You insulated yourself, essentially. Totally. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's a risk mitigation. In the event, like, oh, shit, I forgot a payment. Yeah, well, don't worry. I got 10 cards. We're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, won't, it won't kill you. It won't drop yeah. you 30, 40, Correct. 50 points. No, you are insulating. Typically, what we're releasing here right now isn't the general public. Yeah, you know, nobody they, knows. They have shit, one, maybe two credit cards, yeah. you know, max. And or they're maxed out. So that one late payment really throws that credit score in the toilet. Uh-huh. So... To, to touch on what Carl's saying, <clears throat> if you're going to be getting ready to buy a house, okay, and you do have 10 accounts, okay, or five, whatever it is, you do want to have those those credit card balances low, either paid down to zero, or I always suggest 20% or less, okay? So if you got a $1,000 limit, you want that credit card reading at $200, maybe 100 150 somewhere around there so that the balance is still available to you, but they also see that your per, your payment history is perfect and you got a low balance, so they have one thing that now that's new is called trending data. And this is what you're talking about, okay? The payment history. They want to know and they want to see and coach, you know, based on, well, this borrower is making the minimum $10 a month payment. So he's not even trying to pay the credit card off, okay? We're going to look at that as far as, well, how's he going to treat the mortgage type thing, okay? Mm-hmm. So when you're getting ready to buy a house and you want to hack your credit and build it and get the score up, you want to get these credit card balances down. If you can get them to zero, great. If you can't get them all to zero in one shot, then at least try to get them down to 20%. Yeah, that magic number is definitely 20%. And I noticed, so I flip a lot of houses. I know Josh does too. Yeah. Guys, I use my credit cards like nobody's business when I'm flipping a house because I get yep. the points and I get the cash back. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And so what's really, really interesting, I should pull it and put it, Justin, remind me, and I'm going to get you a screenshot. Uh, look at my credit score and see what happened last month because I'm doing a flip and I put a bunch of shit, cabinets and everything on my credit card. All of it, yeah. Same way. I nice to put the, labor on there. Uh, yeah, I let it hit the same date. <laughs> In just one credit card being at its limit, which is like 12000 bucks, mm-hmm. my credit score went down 70 points. Oof. Easy. 70 points. Oh, yeah. And I paid it. It's already paid off, but it hasn't reflected yet for another right. month. And so one thing you need to understand is that the statement date and, and the actual date that the report are two different dates. Mm-hmm. So there's like a five-day window there. Yep. So if your statement date is the 15th of the month, you need to make sure that that balance is zero from, the, from basically um, the 13th to maybe the 18th or 19th. Yep. You know, if you, you go back and you rack it up on the 16th, it might report that balance on the 16th, whatever that statement date is. Right. You got to be very careful to pay it off 100% before the statement date. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's fucked up. So it definitely don't up. make any, make any big purchases prior to, you know, wanting to do the new home purchase or even to mm-hmm. consider that. Yeah. Right? Pay off that credit card right yeah. before. Yep. yep. And if I can touch on that, because yeah. typically if you're making these payments online, 72 hours is the quote that they tell you that this payment will process. So if you make that payment on a Monday, you're looking at Thursday at best for it to reflect on your statement. So if your statement closes on Wednesday, well, guess what? We still have a high balance that is going to be reported. So if you're trying to do that, like Carl's saying, you need to actually beat the game and close on that before, you know, make that payment, make sure it closes before that statement date is actually going to be released. Yep. If you make it on the day of... It's not going to change anything because people always ask me, well, I paid off all my credit cards. Why is my credit score not moving? Well, it hasn't moved because it, we actually have to go back to the cycle end date. Like Carl's saying, when that statement ends, what balance was reported? You know, I have clients that tell me, well, I just paid it off yesterday. Well, when's your bill cycle due? 
oh, it's not due until next April. It's like, well, your credit was just paid. Yeah. It's going to take three days to process. And now I got to wait till your next bill cycle, unless they do a credit rescore for you, which, you know, costs money. Oh, and you touched on one thing too, on car loans, especially. What's really, really interesting is that the statement date and the payment date on a lot of car loans are the same date. Mm-hmm. And so if you're one day late, which they give you like a 10 day grace with right. no fee. If you're one day late, the balance goes up on your credit report. And so the credit card companies like, or the credit reporting companies like, wait a minute, the balance was 28,000. Why is it now 28,300 on a car note? It's because the interest got tacked on on your statement yep. date and you didn't pay it off in time. That's a very, very bad negative thing on your credit report. Yes. And so you've got to pay your car notes like three or four days in advance, like what Lee was saying, 72 hours in advance, yeah. so that it hits and it reports at the lower balance. Yep. It's so critical. It's fucked up. It doesn't make any sense. You're like, well, I've never been late. Even one or two days, you know, even though you get a 30-day grace, it won't show late on your credit, credit report. report. Yep. It, it, there's an algorithm part in there that nobody knows what the algorithm is, right? Very few people in the world knows what it actually is. But I know that that's a component because I can see it happen on my own credit. So, like... Tell me a little bit about Credit Karma or like TransUnion or Equifax. They've got these services where I can go pull my credit. Tell me a little bit more because I know there's there's like an auto score, there's like a mortgage score, there's a consumer credit score. Like what are you seeing when you go to Credit Karma? So Credit Karma is is wonderful for the general public. It's a free tool, okay? But it is not used when you come to purchase something. And when I say purchase something, not just meaning a house, but even a vehicle that you're talking about, furniture, you know, if you go and finance to try and finance a water system for your house, different things. Okay. They're all on different platforms. The mortgage is the hardest grading. Okay. We all use the FICO score. All right. Credit Karma uses the Vantage score, which again is a free tool to the consumer, but it has nothing to do with the FICO score. So you can't walk in somewhere to an establishment and say, look, here's my Credit Karma score, 740. I should get that interest rate. No, it doesn't work that way. Okay. They're going to pull your credit and they're going to find the FICO score, okay? Auto dealers, mortgage lenders. Mortgage lenders specifically, we use all three national credit bureaus. We're going to pull the median score from all three, okay? A lot of people ask me, why do I have three different scores? Because there's three national agencies, okay? As a mortgage lender, we're going to pick the middle score, the middle value of your scores. If you go and buy a vehicle, they may only pull from one bureau. They may pull from just TransUnion. They may pull from just Experian, okay? Typically... That's how they'll do it for the auto loans. <clears throat> it's Experian, you, usually. Exactly. Yeah. And Experian is usually the lowest of the three national agencies. There's Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Okay, so if you go and you actually start to want to see your true FICO score, you actually have to pay. So you got to go to their websites. You don't have to go to all three because then you're going to be paying probably about $30, $40 a month if you want this updated every month. But if you just go to one, let's just pick on Experian. You can go to Experian, you can pay them $10, $15, whatever it is per month based on family member to get your credit score. Now, yeah, and, and I do that, yeah. you know, so like, it's not a testimonial. This is not a testimony. I don't get paid to say this shit, right? So <laughs> um, I go to Experian.com and I sign up, you know, basically for the $24 a month, you know, credit reports. It gives me all three. Sure. And then I can actually select, hey, one, you know, do I want to look at my auto score? It'll tell me my auto score. It'll give me some modeling, you know, where I can say, hey, if I pay off this credit card, you know, what's my score next sure. month? What if? Um, if I make these payments on time, you know, what's my score in, you know, two years? You know, you can say, hey, I want a 750. It'll back out and say you need to do this, this, and this, and this, and give you a plan to get there. Right. You know, so, so important. But your credit is your most valuable asset. If there's one thing I can really impress on you is that 
Life is very, very difficult without a bank account or without credit scores. Can't do anything. You're talking to a guy, behind your back. Yeah, right? you're talking to a guy that literally had neither of those, right? So yeah. I went about three years without a, a, a checking account. And a lot of people don't know that. And I literally had like a 490 not that long ago. You know, to, to just for signing out, 490. Yeah, dude, that, you know, that's <laughs> like, you know, the token 490 just to, you know, have a name. But, you know, understand what it takes and it's so valuable and it can make you so much money or cost you so much money. Yeah. Um, any other questions? Anything, anything else you guys want to add today? We wrap this thing up. Leo, that, <clears throat> so just, I know you guys obviously got some good hacks, you know, it's like how to increase your score and things like that. But say I'm 23 years old, 25 years old. I want to buy a house. I have a 620 or 610 score, but I need to get to that 640, 660. Um, and I want to buy a house, you know, inside of two or three months because my lease is up, you know, what are some things that I can do now today that can reflect maybe on the next period, um, to actually increase my score? I know it's kind of case by case basis. You're going to have to see exactly what's on my report, but is there any like general things I can actually help to increase the score? Now, if I got a late, I got a late. That's just, that just, I crushed it. But yep. are there any, some other small little tips that we can do for that? So, so first and foremost, it is case by case. Okay. Yeah. This answer is not going to cover everybody that's listening. Okay, but generally speaking, like I mentioned earlier, and I touched on it, you do want to have your credit card balances low and or paid off. Okay, that's the number one that's going to actually jump your FICO score. 20% or lower, right? 20% okay. or less, okay? And you obviously have to have good payment history. So you want to make sure to look at your payment history. If you know you have lates, then it's really not going to help you right there. Could you get a late removed? Is that you an can option? get a late okay. removed, okay? So again, as I said, case by case, there's, there's things that I can do for you like, like Carl was talking about earlier, things that you can do in a what-if scenario that I can actually put to you in a credit plan specifically that's going to say, look, you're going to have to pay this balance down to X. You're going to have to pay that one off. We've got to get rid of this collection. You know, multiple things that we're going to do for you specifically. Because, again, this answer is not going to cover everybody that's listening. Uh, the other thing is you could actually go get a secured card. If you don't have any credit, you're actually going to have to go get and build and establish credit, Okay. The bad part of that is that you actually have to wait three to six months for that score to actually register with the agencies. So what you're saying is start early. Start now. Cool. Correct. If you haven't. Excellent. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I genuinely appreciate you. I can't wait to share more of this stuff with you guys. These are massive, massive, massive hacks that can really save or make you a lot of money. Absolutely. And so if you guys have any questions, our contact information will be in the description below. There you go. Reach out to these guys. We love you. We miss you. I uh, can't wait to see you guys in person. It sounds like that's going to happen very, very soon. So, uh, All right, you guys. Yeah, just make sure to reach in. out to us. Yep. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you very, very soon. Take care.